Hi there to everyone. Uh, this is uh, Miguel Otero Iglesias. Uh, I'm a, a senior analyst at the Elcano Royal Institute in international political economy and uh, professor of practice uh, as well in international political economy at IE University. Um, people start to be interested in what what I have to to say and write and research on on uh, issues related to um, to money and politics and, and power. Uh, I'm quite interested in these things as a political economist. And uh, my latest article is really trying to explain um, what the, le- the last elections in Spain um, signify for, for Catalonia. And I, I wrote a piece for the monkey cage uh, at the Washington Post. And uh, so I thought my first podcast in English would be precisely on, on this particular article. What Spain's election says about Catalan independence. On November 10th, Spaniards voted in the country's fourth general election in four years. Prime Minister Pedro Sánchez, leader of the Socialist Workers' Party, received the most votes but failed to win a majority. Once again, the Catalan separatist movement shaped the results. Sánchez's willingness to discalate the crisis received substantial support, but Spain's far-right Vox Party more than doubled its seats in Parliament, from 24 to 52, after calling out Sánchez for being too soft on the separatists. This critique is only getting louder now that Sánchez has agreed to enter into a coalition government with the far-left party Podemos, which is the past, which in the past favoured a referendum in Catalonia. Sánchez also needs the support of one of the Catalan independentist parties to return as prime minister. In October 2017, the Catalan government, led by separatist leader Carles Puigdemont, defied the Catalan legal order and the Spanish constitution and made a universal declaration of independence after organizing a secession referendum. This triggered Spain's biggest political crisis in almost 40 years, forcing the Spanish parliament to temporarily suspend Catalonia's autonomy. Two years later, the situation remains tense. Last month, the Spanish Supreme Court found nine of the leaders of the secession attempt guilty of sedition and sentenced them to prison terms ranging from 9 to 13 years. This sparked protests on the streets of Barcelona and in other Catalan cities, resulting in heavy violence. Although support for independence is diminishing, public opinion on the Catalan question remains divided within Catalonia and in the rest of Spain. In Catalonia, identity, geography and socioeconomic factors determine support for secession. In the rest of Spain, although an overwhelming majority of Spaniards are against an independent Catalonia, those on the left and the right of the political divide view the conflict very differently. Here's what you need to know. Catalonia is split in half and one half is shrinking. Although people outside Spain tend to think most Catalans want independence, that's not the case. According to the Centre de Studis de Opinion, the leading research institute on public opinion in Catalonia, less than half of the Catalan population favours independence. That percentage has decreased from 49% in 2017, two years ago, to 44% today. Even this 44% is misleading. 
When surveys give Catalans four, opinion, four options instead of a straight yes or no answer, only 34% choose the independence option. See the figure below, which you will not be able to see. But you will see it in the article if you read it there. This number has come down from 40% in 2017. The identity divide is crucial. Research suggests that in Catalonia, if your grandparents are Catalan and you speak Catalan at home, you are more likely to support independence than if you are first or second generation Catalan with a migrant background. Socioeconomic status also determines Catalan's views on independence. In a forthcoming study, Guillem Vidal and Carlos Gil find that large employers, managers, small businesses and farmers tend to vote for pro-independence parties, while workers do not. Catalans appear almost split on whether to support independence, and this is generating social conflict. But surprisingly, Catalans show considerable disagreement when surveys ask whether there are two Catalonias, one independentist and one unionist. An overwhelming majority of those who vote for unionist parties think there are two Catalonias, by contrast, a significant majority of those that vote for secessionist parties disagree, either because they do not consider the other half really Catalan, or because they are less exposed to the social tensions. Spain, however, is also divided. Earlier in 2019, as the trial against the secessionist leaders began, 58% of Spaniards believed the separatists had committed the crime of rebellion more serious than the charge of sedition, for which they were sentenced eventually. The responses changed considerably depending on the survey respondents' political leanings. 93% of supporters of the far-right Vox party agreed with the crime of rebellion, along with 87% of the Conservative People's Party and 73% of the Liberal Ciudadanos voters. For voters on the left, however, only 44% of the Socialist Party and 11% of the far-left Podemos supporters agreed with the more serious charge. Outside of service tended to see the prison terms for the Catalan leaders as harsh, but polling numbers suggest that's not the case in Spain. When Metroscopia polled Spaniards again in June, when the trial ended, the majority, 56% versus 32%, called it a fair trial. But again, there is a clear distinction between right-wing PP, Ciudadanos and Vox and the socialist voters on one side, which formed the Unionist bloc, and the voters of the pro-referendum Podemos and the independentist parties in Catalonia. These political divisions make it hard to see a solution. Polls from the Spanish Centro de Investigaciones Sociológicas suggest that a majority in Catalonia thinks that a way to tame the secessionist fever is to further decentralize power. But the rest of Spain shows little appetite for such changes. Only 12% of Spaniards, including Catalans, want to see further decentralization, and only 8% are in favor of a secession referendum. The larger share, about 43%, back the current status quo of semi-federal autonomous regions, uh, of which Catalonia is one. In the run-up to the elections, Vox even suggested that pro-independence or regional nationalist parties, such as the Basque Nationalist Party, be banned altogether. 
However, banning a party like you no know, bidding like like, like a, sorry like a binding secession referendum in Catalonia would require constitutional reform. This in turn would require a two-thirds supermajority of the Spanish Parliament, something impossible in the current fragmentation of the Spanish political system. Spain is a relatively young democracy with many fails, failed constitutions in the past. Spanish tend to be prote protective of the current one from 1978 because it has lasted longer than any other and has coincided with a period of prosperity and stability. Genuine federalism might be the ultimate solution, but given the latest electoral results and the difficulties forming a new government and building broad majorities, this isn't likely to happen anytime soon. Neither will an independence referendum for Catalonia. Well, thanks for listening. Um, if you have any questions uh, or uh, suggestions, please uh, send me a, a voice message. Bye-bye and until next time.